Hello, my name is Paul Helmuth, and this podcast is a special series for me because it's a podcast where my grandfather tells the stories of his life the way he remembers it. Noah Helmuth grew up in central Illinois in the Amish community near Arthur, born on April 12, 1924. My grandpa died on January 12, 2021, just three months shy of his 97th birthday. Sadly, I'm convinced if it wasn't for the pandemic, he may have made it to his 100th birthday. I've had the privilege of recording my grandfather on several occasions where either he or he and my grandma, who had died a couple years ago, were able to tell the stories of their lives growing up and together. In this episode, Grandpa tells us where he was born and the size of his family. He'll talk about his homemade toys and, of course, punishments they would receive when they misbehaved. He also talks about the battle with bumblebees, two barn fires, and two horses named Perry. I was born at uh, Arcola, Illinois. Uh, That was our address. Uh, April the 12th, 1924. Let's see, Anna and Becky, Marianne, Maddie, and Barbara. There was five girls and four boys. I was the next to the youngest the one boy uh, died before I was born, and he was on his way to school, and some girls came along and offered him a ride on the running board. And they, they told him, if his hat blows off, don't grab for it. Well, his hat did blow off. But before they got the car stopped, he stepped off and fell over backwards fractured his skull, and he died 10 days later. And my sister, Barbara, she was, uh, the only thing I can remember of her was while she was sick, I was standing in front of her bed. I don't remember of her death or anything like that. But I was only a year and a half old. Well, I, I was hauling the old order uh, Mennonites and while I was waiting on them, I thought, well, could I do something? And the thought came to me, why don't you start writing your life history? So I started writing and I did that while I was hauling them. After I quit hauling them, I I quit writing for a while. And then, I don't know who it was, said, you need to get that thing done. So I started writing again. And I wrote for a while, and then I kind of put it off to the side for a while. Then I'd write again. Then finally, I enjoyed writing it. I started from where I was a little Amish boy at home. We got very little spankings, but our punishment was uh, to go pump water for the cattle. And we had a, a tank. We'd pump water into the milk house to cool the milk, and then the overflow 
went into a pipe and went underground out under the drive into the water tank. And this was a, a uh, metal water tank and it was riveted together about every two inches apart, maybe a little bit more. So we'd have to pump water from one rivet to the next. That was our punishment, depending on how, how uh, bad our punishment should have been, we had to pump more water. And sometimes we had to pump water without any punishment because the cattle needed water. And if dad didn't pump water, we would. We didn't have any motor to pump water. We would pump it by hand. We had a windmill, but it didn't work. And they were homemade toys. Mainly we had uh, stick horses made out of uh, old broom handles or a nice straight stick out of a tree. And those were our horses. And we would, we would plow and we would work the ground. And we had kind of like a barn made on the back of the chicken house. And each horse had his own stall. And they had names. Oh, I don't remember no more what they were. And if uh, we thought they needed uh, shoes on, our next door neighbor, Eli Kaufman, made horseshoes for us, for our horses. He made them out of baling wire. And then we would take little fine nails and fasten them onto the bottom of these horses. And it was just one long stick, but it had shoes on there, like, like horseshoes. Okay, we had, um, when we, before we moved to that farm, our, uh, the landlord was Dennis Miller, and it was an old barn. And I remember vaguely of this old barn, but it had, um, it was put up of, uh, uh, 12 by 12s, big timber. And uh, we took those and put them between the barn and the water tank, two on top of each other, and, and then barbed wire on top of that, two strands of barb, about five inches apart, on top of that, that was a fence. And in the summertime, there was bumblebees in those uh, planks. And when we had company, the boys had fun killing these bumblebees, plus the dogs as well. But very few of them ever got stung. They could kill them before they got stung with a, a bat, a board that was about six inches wide and had a handle on it. And when the bees come, boy, they hit him with this board. And that's the way they killed him. We'll be back in a moment with more stories about barn fires and two ponies for the horses named Perry.
Welcome back to Stories the Way I Remember Them, the stories of Noah Helmuth. I was a baby when the first one burnt. I don't remember that because I was a baby. And then 10 years later, we, uh, they butchered one day and they did all the, the uh, cutting up and everything in the wash house. And this was a big, long building. It was a wash house, then the shop, then the cob house, then the coal house, and then the woodshed, all under one roof. And northwest corner of the woodshed, not very far, about, uh, I don't know, 40 feet or so, was the cellar. And the cellar was made out of two uh, sides of bricks, or two layers of bricks, and then with uh, sawdust in between for insulation, plus in the ceiling. And then at the northwest corner of the cellar, was the house, and you could reach the house from the corner of the cellar. And one night, well, the, the night that they butchered, Grandma, she saw somebody during the night standing on the outside of the window. She saw a man there, and, and he disappeared right quick. and. When this fire broke out, we all woke up at the same time. And we came down the stairs. We grabbed what clothes we could get and go downstairs. And the fire was already coming in through the wall from the cellar. And the, that big, long building, the clear end of it was already down. And the wash house was still burning. So we don't think the fire came from the wash house, but we're not sure. We never did find out. And so uh, we all got out and, and dad told us to run to the neighbors and we didn't have any shoes on or nothing. And it was cold. And we ran to the neighbors barefooted and uh, they put us in bed till the next morning. They tried to get some of the stuff out and, and just as soon as as we got out, there was, there was a man there, and he said, I'll go get some help for you. But he disappeared, never showed up. And they got, they got Dad's desk out, and Eli got that desk, it's out in Kansas. And um, they tried to get the wood stove, or the cook stove out, and it got stuck in the door, and the fire was already around him. That's all they could get out. So they had to get away and uh, the fire trucks came, but they couldn't. Well, Perry was a, about halfway between a horse and a pony, just the size we needed. And he would, we could hitch him up to the buggy or we could ride him or whatever. Uh, Eli and I got along with him pretty well, but he was a kind of a one man's horse. And one day I wanted to, well they had just 
freshly oiled the road. Oh, I was about uh, 10 years old, 12, something like that. And I wanted to show mom and dad how nice I can ride along the side of this fresh oil. And mom said, no, don't do it. And dad just laughed about it. So I went south on the right-hand side of the road, crossed over, came back, and wanted to slow down. And, and I said, whoop, whoop, whoop. And Perry just had his head turned, but his body came across over this fresh oil. And all at once he slipped and fell on this oil, and I flew off. And I didn't hit the oil, but old Perry got a lot of oil, and he was white spotted. So Grandma said, for your punishment, you're gonna have to get some soap and warm water and wash that all off, that pony. And Grandpa just stood there and laughed and said, whoop, whoop, whoop. That was the only punishment I got out of Grandpa. And my other punishment was to clean that pony. Now this, this pony, one night we had a lightning, thunder and lightning storm. And uh, we would always, when a storm like that came up, Grandpa would always get us all downstairs, the whole family, till it, the storm was over. Anyway, the next morning, when we went to get the cows and the horses, two of the horses were not there. They were laying with their heads towards each other as if they had been running and ran into each other. But lightning struck them and killed them. And, and there was another horse named Henry. He got hit too, but uh, he finally broke out with a sore right behind his ears and one uh, above his shoulder. That lasted for years. We finally got it healed up, but he was not the same horse. We needed a, a horse to replace Perry, and Babe was uh, Joe's horse to drive. So we needed two extra horses. And one day that same man that sold us Perry came along and he had another half horse and half pony. The same size as what we had, only it was sorrel with a white mane and with a white stripe on his face. And um, so we called him Perry as well. But he was natured a little bit different. Now Eli and I could pretty well get along with him but sometimes he didn't want to go. And one day, Grandma wanted to go to Arcola. So we hitched, hitched Perry into the buggy. We got about two miles and Perry stopped. He wouldn't go any further. We tried and tried and finally we got him turned around. We didn't go home very slow. And uh, Grandma said, now we're not gonna let him go with this. So we unhitched him and got another horse and we hitched two horses into the bigger buggy and went around another way to Arcola 
which was two miles further for old Perry, and he had to go along. So that was his punishment for doing that. He wasn't the same horse after that. Thank you for listening to my grandpa tell you just a few of the stories he remembers from when he was a child. One of the things that I learned about during this interview was that they used rods as a unit of measure for fields. So I asked my grandpa how long a rod was. I don't know just exactly how much a rod is, but 40 rods is uh, the, the width of a field from one side to the other. Since then, me being the nerd that I am, I had to look up what a rod measurement actually was. A rod is a unit of length equal to 11 cubits or 16.5 feet. A perfect acre is a 40 by 4 rod area. In old English units, a furlong is a strip that runs 40 rods, which is 660 feet. And a mile is 8 furlongs, or 5,280 feet. Now you know. Join me as we explore the stories of Noah B. Helmuth. Thank you for joining me and listening to Noah tell us the stories the way he remembers them. We'll continue with more in the next episode. Have a great day.